Energize. your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is paying 101. The instructor's Casey Jones. Movies, comic books, movies based on comic books. Excelsior! Video games, toys, TV shows. Professional wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> all the things you got made fun of for in high school. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board your comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to talk nerdy to me. That is right. It's an all-new episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can tell by the smell. It's brand new. And uh, this one's going to be, uh, we're going to be able to look back on this one and say it's a very special episode because I think this is the last time for a little while that the family's going to all be together. But we're not going to talk Aww. about, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to start it on a sad note. There's going to be plenty of sad, depressing things in this show. As soon mostly. as we're all done buying wrestling shirts. Yeah, mostly when we're all talking. So yeah, if you, uh, if I you, assume we're all still scrolling on Amazon. <laughs> if you, uh, if if you're playing at home and you have your official Talk Nerdy to Me uh, ticket that uh, you got uh, for why we started late this week, uh, we so started, just a good one. Yeah, this week we started eight minutes late. There are actually two winners this week. There are two winning tickets. So all you have to do is uh, send a uh, a photo of your winning ticket. Uh, to iheartstamos at gmail.com or bring your winning ticket to Talk Nerdy to Me Worldwide Headquarters. If you have the tickets that say, number one, either everybody was looking at the official WWE shop Amazon page to try and find cheap shirts and other merch, uh, you're a winner. And if you also had the Julian was trying to post a photo as an Instagram comment to make fun of Chip. Uh, <laughs> Wait, were... hold, hold on. <laughs> we're not about the real reason. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, you're say you forgot one. Oh, did, did I forget <laughs> one? Yeah, this oh, week yeah, is a triple threat. It's a hat trick this week. What was the third one? <laughs> we started late because Julian may or may not have shit his pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that was the initial one. That, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's, the other two, yeah. that's what got the shit ball rolling. Was that he thought he shit his pants? <laughs> yeah, which it is balled from there. Which is why the title of this episode is "You Can Never Trust a Fart." And, <laughs> and uh, uh, just another reason why you don't wear white pants after Labor Day. <laughs> Forever. Or, yeah, if you shit your pants, <laughs> someone has to take you home. Um, so there you go. <laughs> Uh, no, all new episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. It is 071719 if you're keeping track at home, if you're listening live. I got to figure out how people get the the YouTube URL before I go live. It's weird. Like I don't understand it. So what we do is if you somehow, through the magic of the internet, if you have the the YouTube URL for the live stream early, you can listen to like a few minutes before we actually go live and then it gets shared on the Facebook page and then we actually start the, the actual show. 
But uh, yeah, there's always what when we hit the button, there's always like several people waiting. It's like it, it will say, uh, you know, viewers waiting, and uh, the, there's it, the number is always higher than zero. So it's a little like I, I don't know how that works. I'm not smart enough to know how the YouTube's works. So whatever. Magic of YouTube's. Yeah, uh, it's transmitted over the Al Gore, what I call the internet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the Al Gore tube. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Al Gore series of. I, I picture the internet is just like a series of those tubes, like through the bank drive-through. And, <laughs> and it's just the sounds of everything moving is Al Gore saying lockbox over and over again. It's just how remember it travels. Remember when you were a kid in school and a note would pass its way from one side of the classroom to the yeah. other? That's that's how the internet works. It's just digital. Oh, oh, wow. So that's how things are so misunderstood online. Is Do you that like, like telephone? Yes or no? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all new episode. Play. Talk nerdy to me. The family's all here. I don't know what's happening anymore. Um, I'll put my phone away. <clears throat> no, it's cool. Like you can keep looking no, on Amazon. No, it's fine. No more, no more wrestling um, shirts. It's okay. And I know I, I we we learned about that. I or I shared that too late with everybody for Prime Day. I mean, sorry. I don't know that anything okay. was really on sale though. But um, yeah, if uh, we were talking, should I spoil it for everybody or should I just not tell everybody my secret? <laughs> No, it's our secret. Okay, film. okay, our secret then. Never mind. Um, yeah, you will never know. The last time we're a family, we're keeping that secret. Yeah, it's a family secret. <laughs> one of the Take other. Take to the grave, boys. Yeah, one of the many, many secrets that we've all kept. I don't know. Whatever. Um, a whole lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, we will get into a lot of that. We have got uh, information about our live show that's coming up. Uh, we've got a little bit of a different thing this week uh we have uh another listener submission this week uh, because there's a nope nope you are banned you are banned from that uh there is no no new uh, i'll spoil it for everybody now uh there is no new uh quote the martha gildner quotes the classics this week but don't fret don't be sad because we have uh, an alternative this week that I have already scanned it, uh, and it's it's very funny. Uh, I'll have to give the background on it before we start, but it's 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 very funny, and there's plenty where that comes from. So uh, hopefully it will inspire. Martha has inspired other listeners, so hopefully more listeners get inspired as well. But. Before we get there, we have uh, at least we, we have we have a topic to get through. I don't know which one you guys want to do first. I don't know what subject you want to talk about first. I guess the, start with the short. I guess it's the short one. Yeah, I, as soon as I said that, it made sense in my head. Uh, it's uh, I don't even take drugs, but my brain doesn't work sometimes. So we have a couple of segments that you know we we've done in the past. Uh, we have one that I was reminded of that I forgot about, uh, politician or supervillain, which we're totally going to get back to because I, I need to do that one again. <laughs> that is the, like, I saw that in the group text and I was like, holy shit, we've got to do that again because that was awesome. Uh, we have, uh, you know, explain it to us. Is it just us or unpopular opinions? You know, all that stuff. Uh, we have... Uh, this one, which um, no one, no one mentioned, but 
horror movie or porno. Um, you know, where where we play heavy breathing and you have to guess if it's a horror movie or a porno. Uh, we have, you know, so many topics. We need to bring that back for the live shows. Oh, we're going to. I already have seven seven sounds loaded in, so uh, and they're labeled properly. So I'm already set for the live show of horror movie or porno. So don't even worry about that. Um, but we we'll also challenge any audience member there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I and, will play against the audience member. Yeah, because you haven't seen any of them yet, so uh, you don't know what they are. We'll keep it fair. Uh, maybe that will be something for a prize, like beat beat one of us in horror or porno. Like you you pick the you pick the host and then you challenge them, and if you beat them, you get a prize. I don't know. Whatever. We'll we'll think about it. It's it's whatever. Um, what are some like explain it to me? We have a bunch of other stuff that uh, yeah, recurring segments. Yeah, recurring segments. Um, uh, one that I lovingly call "Shut the fuck up, Donnie." Um, we don't have one that's like that. It's just where I rant about Donnie Wahlberg. Um, Dude, we should. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we don't have one. That's just why we hate Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, but we also have one that's called "Recommend It to Me," and uh, so what that is basically. If you can't tell by the name, then you're definitely a listener of the show. The, it, <laughs> what it basically is, is we, we each pick something that we're really passionate about, that we, that we don't know that everybody else is watching, playing, listening to, whatever, uh, and we recommend it to them. And so we're going to go around and do a, a really quick, uh, everybody gets one. Much like the Highlander or Spider-Man saving you, Spider-Man saving you, uh, everybody gets one where we do a recommend it to me. So, uh, does anybody specifically want to go first? Topic, you go first. Oh, man, you made me go first. Okay. Let me check the official release date because I want to make sure that I'm doing this right because I have one. That is great. That I know at least uh, Obi John will absolutely love. Um, but let me check the the release date on this. Okay, it comes out on Friday. So if you're listening to this after you're not live, you're going to be able to get um, you'll be able you'll be able to partake in this. But I'm sure you're probably asking, what could this possibly be? How could I recommend something that isn't even out yet? That just makes no sense. All I'm going to say is that Stephen Lynch has a new album that drops on Friday. And he's posted a couple preview tracks of it, and it's phenomenal. Uh, so you need to just go ahead and buy the, the Stephen Lynch album, My Old Heart, uh, that comes out uh, on Friday. So, for example, if you were, like, going away for a little while and you needed something to entertain you while you're gone for, like, you know, a couple months, this would be the perfect thing. Not that I, I know like of anybody. Politically incorrect and offensive humor. Yeah. Stephen Lynch, who uh, obi John and myself have seen live in concert. Uh, we actually had to uh, travel across state lines to see, to see Stephen Lynch. Uh, hilarious. Uh, yeah, he's got a brand new album that was supposed to be out two weeks ago, but it got delayed because it's a live album and there was apparently a problem mixing the audio, something that I know all too well about, uh, audio issues, uh, when trying to do something that's live. 
but the album is now done. It is, uh, you can get it on uh, iTunes or Google Play Music or, you know, uh, if you want the digital. There's also, uh, if you can find a place that stocks CDs, you know, you can buy a physical copy. But uh, yeah, new Stephen Lynch album, from what I've already heard, it's awesome. So uh, yeah, you need to go get it. Uh, you need to pre-order it now. You can, you can pre-order it through everything, uh, but then you can actually download it um, on Friday. So uh, yeah, if you haven't if you haven't heard uh, his last album, Lion, which is a two CD, one of them is studio, one of them is live. That's freaking fantastic. So if you haven't heard that, that is a good warm up for uh, the new the new album. So uh, go listen to uh... some Stephen Lynch. His live show was it live at the El Rey? If I think yeah. Right. Oh my gosh, that DVD. So hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, so yeah, it's I, I cannot recommend Stephen Lynch stuff enough. I know that everybody on the show is at least uh, familiar with him. I know. Uh, I hope everybody's at least uh, you know has a positive feeling about him, whether you're a fan or not. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth a listen. And if you don't want to buy it, uh, I'll give the offer to you three guys. Uh, you can just listen to it the next time I see you because I will definitely have it by then. Like, what he means is the next time he sees us, we're going to listen to yeah, it. Yeah. Cause he's going to have it. Yes. Whether you want to or not. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Option. Yeah. yeah. No, I will, I will sit your drunk asses down and we will laugh along to Stephen Lynch songs. Yes. Before or after we watch Armageddon? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm so pissed that me. <laughs> nobody responded to my... I, I found Armageddon on TV the other day. Aww. And I sent a snap to everybody with just the caption of, I don't want to miss a thing in all caps. There's a reason I didn't respond. Well, yeah, because I'm sure you didn't want... I, like, I appreciate you not sending me back just a middle finger. Because I'm sure that would have <laughs> been the response. Or just like a turd. Same response, actually. Did you get that? Did, there you go. Yeah. Did you get that snap I sent you? That sexy turd. That was in response to Armageddon. It was a <laughs> sexy turd, at least. So, whatever. So, yeah, that's my recommend me. It's the new Stephen Lynch album. Uh, go pre-order it if you haven't already. Be like me and pre-order it so that you're guaranteed download. And then what you do is Thursday night. You leave your phone on overnight, and then you wake up on Friday morning, and it's like Christmas because it's already downloaded on your phone, and you're the happiest person there is. You're Didn't welcome. forget about it. You're welcome because then you're going to get a little notification that says Stephen Lynch album downloaded, and you're going to be like, gosh, Captain Chris was so right. Not only is it Friday, <laughs> but now I have a Stephen Lynch album that's brand new. I love life. You're welcome. And who wants to follow that up? That's tough. All right then. I'll... <laughs> okay, so I'm going to shift gears then. Uh, um, I was trying to think outside the box um, and not do a movie or a video game because that's what I tend to do or a comic. Uh, so I'm going to go something that we all enjoy, something we all haven't done together enough like at all lately. Uh, I'm going to recommend a board game. This one is one that Commander Scott uh, recommended, played with me for uh, my first time at I was Lexington um, Gaming Convention just a few months ago. It's called Western Legends. Oh, yeah. It, Koran, I believe you played this? Uh, yeah. Wait, was that the one where... 
Yes. And you can arrest other players? Yes. So <laughs> that's not enough of a tease for you. The game is basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's it's Western Legends. It's, it's think, um, uh, Red Dead Redemption, but it's a board game. So you pick a, a character based on Legends of the Wild West, uh, and then you play the game. You're, the character you pick doesn't affect which way you play the game because there are different tracks you can go on to win the game. There's the outlaw track. There's the, um, called the lawman track. I think they're adding a bonus, uh, expansion pack that adds a gambler track to it. Ooh. All of it's basically, it, it changes, uh, what you do when you go to certain places, how you earn victory points and how you ultimately win the game. So for example, and you visit the bank. Your action is rob the bank. If you hell yeah, visit it is the bank, and you're basically anybody else, you're making withdrawal or you know fighting off bank robbers, whatever. That's how you earn points. If uh, you can visit saloons and gamble, you can visit other things, Julian. <clears throat> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> prospect for gold. Uh, you can rustle cattle. Anything you can think of. Cards, basically. So you and me are about to face off. So say, say Koran's playing an outlaw. I know. Ridiculous. But just say he's playing an outlaw. Yeah, that's really far-fetched. Uh, and I'm playing, like, I'm playing a marshal. And the two of us are in the same town together. As a law, I can attempt to anyway. Uh, that leads to a, you, a duel. Scott. <laughs> Fuck you, Commander Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he kept arresting the last game. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's basically like a game of war with cards, but then you have different special abilities that can kind of augment your hand. Really fun. It's one of those games where you, it, it takes forever to set up. And it looks like it's going to, you know, like, oh, wow, this is really complicated. There's lots of cards and pieces and a game board, and this looks really complex. And then you play one round, and you're like, oh, oh, I got this. And it's really simple to, to, once you play through a round, see, okay, this is what it is. Uh, you can buy different, you know, horses. Uh, you can get different weapons. You can upgrade your weapons and your horses so you can carry more stuff and do cooler things in combat. Really simple to pick up, really, really layered as far as, like, mastering it. Lots of different ways you can win the game. Just super fun. Uh, really enjoyed it. I, I kind of put it off playing it for a while because, like, I don't know if that sounds like what kind of game, Scott. But then finally he's like, no, we're playing it. And I was like, all right, fine. And now it's one of those games where it's like, if we're going to have a game, I'm like, yeah, we should play this and this. And maybe put Western Legends in there, too. Just you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, It's super fun. Julian, we got to get you uh, to play it. I think you'd love it. I'm just going to say, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> as soon as I said you could visit the saloon and do other things, I was like, all right then. Sold. Because we've talked about Westworld. Like, once I got off the train, I would just go in the brothel and I would probably just die in the brothel. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I would go out and hunt scalping Indians or anything. I would just go fuck chicks and drink rock gut whiskey. It'd be awesome. I think there's a thing in the game where. If you visit the ladies of the saloon too often, it decreases your health. I might be making that up, but I I think I remember him <laughs> saying something about that. I don't it, think I'm making that up. It is the rootinest, tootinest board game that there is. It feels like, uh, what was it, Fable 3, when you could go and sleep with whores in the whorehouse, but if you didn't take a condom with you, you automatically got an STD. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
well, that's going to be tough to follow, but I guess I can have a, a decent segue. So I don't watch a lot of TV unless it's like something cool like American Horror Story or Westworld or Game of Thrones. You know, I thought shit you were like say American Gladiators. <laughs> Just cool. <laughs> like fucking oh, right. Sure, I'd call American Horror Story cool anymore. It started out so good, though. But, uh, really did. American Gladiators with Hulk Hogan and uh, yes. Helga. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing the cannonball, brother. It's time for joust, dude. Oh my gosh. This is yeah. assault. <laughs> the staying on the same uh, vein of westerns because everybody knows that I love westerns. I live and breathe westerns, and I, I if I could move anywhere, it would be to well, Texas, Wyoming, or Montana. But I heard all these people talking about this fucking new TV show with Kevin Costner, and like all these chicks were like, "Oh my god, he's so sexy!" And I'm like, "You're a stupid whore. All you're talking about is Kevin Costner. Like, are we talking about the same Kevin Costner from, you know, Field of Dreams and all that shit?" They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "He's like 65, and you're just talking about how sexy he is." Finally, broke down and started watching the show they're talking about. It's called Yellowstone, and it's on Universal, I guess. Universe. I don't know. If you've got a Fire Stick, you can figure out how to watch. It. <laughs> but it is a modern day western like that's the easiest way to describe it it's about um kevin costner's the lead he owns this gigantic ranch out in montana and basically the whole premise is it's him versus everybody else trying to fuck with him and take his land so he's like the last great ranch owner in the u.s owns the biggest ranch and you've got like an indian reservation you got uh, modern developers uh you got estranged family members everybody's trying to fuck him over and take bits and pieces of his land and it's it's really it's actually really well done. In the very first episode, which was like an hour and a half long, I mean, there's sex, there's drugs, there's not really rock and roll, but there's some pretty decent country music in the back. There's people getting killed left and right. It's just, it's fucking badass. It's a modern day Western uh, with Kevin Costner. And even though he was the worst Wyatt Earp, um, it's still a pretty badass show. So watch and you're into uh, Westerns. This may be your last grasp for a while. So check it out. It's pretty badass. It's actually got a really good cast, too. Uh, not only Kevin Costner, but it's also got Wes Bentley, uh, Cole Hauser, Danny Houston. Um, and then a couple other people kind of randomly pop up. But uh, right now, so check it out. I have seen ads for that. Uh, I have seen some advertisements for that show. And uh, you know, it is. It's just very hard to find because I don't know what channel it's on. <laughs> It's on Universal or something. I don't know if that's even really a channel. That may just be something else. But, I mean, there seems like there's been a little bit of a resurgence in Western TV shows because there was that show, The Sun, with, uh, uh, what's his name? The old Bond. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was kind of weird. I watched one episode about it, and there's way too many flashbacks. There's two separate uh, storylines that are going on, so it's kind of hard to follow. And then, of course, Deadwood's coming back for, what, like a miniseries or a yeah. movie. Yeah, movie. So, Did you ever watch uh, Longmire? I've heard Longmire is really good, too. I need to start watching it. And I, I watch. didn't know much about it until I heard Katie Sackhoff was in, like, the last couple seasons. So I'm going to check it out. She's in the whole thing. Is she? I'm pretty sure. I, I, yeah. I watched, like, the first couple episodes, and she's in that. So that was a guy. But, yeah, it was fun. But, yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I was curious to pick up that show because Kevin Costner loves his westerns, and I love a good Kevin Costner western. So. Spoiler for you, like as soon as the show like starts, you're seeing the the basically the wreckage of this big wreck on this road. You have no idea what happened, and then you just see Kevin Costner pull out like a 44 Magnum and shoot a horse in the head. And uh, jeez, 
So it literally starts out with a bang. Yeah, it sets the tone. Uh, wow, wow. Carrie was watching it with me, and she was like, "I can't believe we're watching this. This show's already terrible because it killed a horse." I'm like, "It's a fake fucking horse." Like, <laughs> dragons in Game of Thrones, and they were fucking fake. So I'm pretty sure this is a fake goddamn horse. So it's the same shit that pisses me off when people are like, "I can't watch the movie they killed the dog." I'm like, "No, no, they didn't kill the dog." <laughs> yeah, they pretended. You they fucking idiot. CGI dog. If anyone out there hasn't ever finished watching The Thing past the first few minutes because you don't like that they're shooting at a dog. Fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, this is the show for one right now. Yeah, I mean, it's not Milo and Otis. <laughs> I mean. Bound. The dog there's dies a, there. Yeah. Hey, there's not a goddamn thing wrong with Milo and Otis. I mean, there's it's not. It's no Turner and Hooch, but, but it's okay. I mean, except for... <laughs> if, That's if, <laughs> if you count all the dogs and cats they killed while making Milo and Otis, that's the one thing wrong with it. But from a movie standpoint, it's not. There's not much bad. I mean, it's got a great theme song. Hey, what what was it? Did they kill like they killed like a, did two or three cats die in that like river scene? Oh yeah, a lot yeah. of animals died yeah. making that movie. <laughs> a lot of animals. It was like like that movie was almost single handedly responsible for like where now they put no animals were harmed in the filming of this movie. Like that movie, like pretty much single-handedly started the revolution with that. Yeah. The cat population for a year. Yeah. But apparently it's Bob Barker's favorite movie. (laughs) He loves the shit out of that movie. He loves to control the pet population. Like people are so dumb that now they're like, Oh God, you threw a dog in the water. Was it Dogs Journey or something? Yeah, There's a scene where literally, yeah. like, the dog was too scared to jump in the water, and they're like, "We need the dog to swim." So somebody throw the dog in the water, and people were freaking the fuck out. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. Um. So I was initially going to recommend Letterkenny, but I feel like everyone and their mothers heard of that show at this point. Love it. I d- I decided to go. Yeah, Letterkenny's fucking awesome. So I decided to go with something I think uh, Captain Chris is as well. I'm not sure if you watched all of these yet. Um, it's a Hulu series that actually kind of reminds me of Masters of Horror. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen some of them. Um, and what they do is it's one movie. They run, I think, anywhere from like 75 to 90 minutes in length around the holiday they started on halloween last year with this movie called the body uh the series is called into the dark um they're really hit or miss uh yeah i I know your boy james roday directed uh just one that was a flaming pile of dog shit yeah see here's the problem his man crush on jimmy simpson just like led that movie down because here's the thing about jimmy simpson he is a fantastic supporting player. Like, if you give Not him man. just a little bit to work with, he'll usually be great. He's one of the McPoyles on um, It's Always Sunny. Uh, he's Mary Lightly in Psych. Like, he has, in a bit part, like in a small, he's a great character actor. But yeah, he he can't carry a role. Like, he can't carry a leading role uh, at all. He is not a leading man at all. So, bless his heart. Uh, yeah, putting him as the lead in this in the movie was just not good. Not a good uh, decision. Psych, James Roday, like the yeah, yeah the guy from Psych. Huh? Yeah, he okay. directed it in like 
I, I wish it was better. I wish. Hey, isn't Jimmy Simpson on Blue that House show? Produced some of those. Yeah, I think so. I say anything with Blue House, so or anything from yeah. Blue House, I should say. And don't get me wrong; like the the ones that are good are good. Um, the Puka, they come knocking, and upon a rewatch, uh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. We're all excellent, but when they are bad, they are fucking terrible. Yeah, they're pretty awful. Uh, Flesh and Blood, Treehouse, and the futuristic one with the, they keep regenerating that girl's body, but it was all that, what it was, but it wasn't good. Like, but don't get me wrong, again, when they are on, they are fucking on. And it's something that I I kind of hope they continue because it's a fun concept. Yeah, well, um, you and I are both like we're big on like new horror is good. Like mm. anything that brings more horror to the world can't be all bad. Say Unless that. Yeah, I know, right? Except for you, Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> you know what you do. I don't know, man. You sit down. I watch that. No, credit where it's... No, go ahead. I was just going to bitch about oh. the last horror movie I watched, so... I was actually going to say that uh, credit where it's due, the sci-fi original Truth or Dare movie that's on Netflix. And especially when you compare it to that Bloomhouse abortion. Yeah, that the came out last year. Bloomhouse one is bad. Because you saw, you saw the ending coming like 15 minutes into the movie. And then you have to sit there for another 70 minutes and wait for it to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Julian, bitch away. Yeah. I'll say, like, what did you think? Of, I think we meant to talk about this, but never did. But what did you think about uh, Jordan Pills Us? It was a home invasion movie with an interesting twist. I mean, the, the more I thought about it, the twist fucking got dumber and dumber. Like, I just, I, I know that that's the way it is with most movies, but it's just, fuck. I watched it and it was kind of creepy. And then once I saw Tim Heidecker, it completely took me out of it because he's just a fucking, <laughs> he's just a fucking moron in everything. Yeah. And he was perfect in the role he was in because he's like, ah, fuck it. I just want to get fucked up and on the beach and not worry about it. But between him and Elizabeth Moss, I mean, they're too, to me, they're too well-known for that role and it just it didn't make any I was just like this is so fucking stupid like at first I was creeped out and then by the end I just hated it and I wanted my two hours back he could have <laughs> tried to honestly I would have let the better if they explained less like if they just would have left it kind of open as to who the uh, the tethered are and they like you know, make that a little more mysterious because as soon as they start just like info dumping the whole backstory of that was when I kind of checked out of the movie yeah I mean they explained a lot but they still didn't explain enough like they didn't talk about how they were gathering the DNA, like how where they get the DNA to make the clones. The hard way. That's how they got <laughs> yeah. the DNA. They got the DNA the Finger hard the butt way. Every time. <laughs> oh, figuring in the butt. Woo. I don't know. I mean, I know it's artistic liberty, and you just kind of have to roll with it. But I was just like, God damn, this is not the great horror movie of the year that everybody made it out to be. It's like this is kind of dumb. I, but we'll give them credit. It was funny when the like the little girl was talking about having the most kills of the night and they were arguing about who had the most kills. That was funny. But the rest of it kind of sucked. 
It wasn't terrible, but I yeah, I think yeah. it definitely got overhyped. Yeah, well, everyone's... it was better than. It's better than you know. Base, but not much. So. No, the problem is dare there's... you. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much hype and expectation that it was like gonna be better than Get Out, and I don't think Jordan Peele necessarily had anything more like, like Get Out was a big like statement kind of movie, and it was something that was a passion project to him, and something he was working on for a while. And it's like, cool, that's awesome. And they're like, hey, that was great, do it again. And he's like, um, okay. <laughs> so I, I feel like he, he didn't necessarily have as strong an idea for the second movie. I mean, there's definitely yeah. plenty of like social political shit you can pull out of it if you wanted to sit there and have a you know philosophical debate about what does it mean and shit. But I don't think it was is I don't think everything blended together. Right. Yeah. Listen, it was doomed for failure the day that I was at the movie theater and I saw the poster and it said, "Not since Clown House has a horror icon come around." That I knew it was doomed to failure and it was overhyped because. I don't know what poster you're talking about. Did you, did you scribble on the poster you didn't, you with didn't the see the, Is that what happened? You didn't see the uh, the Clown House poster? Really? It was a limited edition. Yeah, one yeah. Of it was, poster, see, yeah. right, right. Yeah, Julian saw it. Huh? Yeah, Julian saw it. Not since Clown House has there been a staple of horror cinema. I believe that was Peter Engel that said that. <laughs> I believe that was that was the 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 critic or or, or P- Peter who's the guy from Rolling Peter Traverse from Rolling Stone or whatever the fuck I don't know something like that That's yeah, some, yeah whatever like the guy that the guy that gives the quotes like you can pay him ten bucks in a ham sandwich and he'll be like it's the best movie ever five stars like he's he can be bought it's fine if you only want three stars half a ham sandwich yeah oh yeah well you cut the crusts off and you don't cut it into triangles <laughs> and then that's three three stars if you cut it down speaking of like. Shitty movie critics. Whatever happened to Kurt Loder from MTV? Is he still alive? <laughs> Kurt Loder with an MTV news update. <laughs> I remember that guy. Remember him talking about on MTV for so long. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened to him, but uh... see, it's he weird. Shit. Remember when the Matrix came out? He, he was like a lot Keanu older Reeves than I thought I was. Gonna... Did you Wikipedia him? Yeah. Oh. Okay, we're gonna play a little game. No one else looking up on your phone. All right. <laughs> how how old is Kurt Loder? Seventy-two. Price is right rules. Closest about going over. Peacock says 72. 61. 61. $1, Bob. Yeah. You're changing yours to $1. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Drew Carey, by the way? Like, today he looks just like uh, Bob Barker now. Like, it's creepy. His hair is uh, white now. Kurt, Kurt Loder. And the reason I said holy shit is he is a lot older than I thought he would. Kurt Loder just turned 74. Damn! Hey, damn. I would have put him closer to what See, you guys that, guessed at like 61 or 64, yeah. not 74 years old. Wow. Jiminy friggin' Christmas. Kurt Loder, you he old. old as fuck back in the day. Yeah. Like I said, he was the only adult on that whole network. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But he was the only one who could read the news. <laughs> and now, now there's... The only one that could read. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's well, yeah. true. Because <laughs> who was that other guy like that? Like the, the shaved head punk guy that oh, no. took over the news adam Matt something maybe something or a- yeah i don't know whatever yeah david schmish <laughs> <laughs> marty moose knuckle with the mtv news update <laughs> i don't know oh my gosh yeah so well, those are our recommendations well, yeah so uh, if you if you haven't uh um 
Penfield, I literally just Googled MTV Bald Matt. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, wow. All right, then. And and it's weird because, like, those guys were in, like, that weird era where the original MTV VJs all now have hosting gigs on the 80s on 8 on Sirius XM. But the the other people, like, the, the, the next class of, like, MTV personalities, no one really knows where they are. I the, saw Simon Rex in Vegas one time. Oh, wow. And sucking dick for quarters? Like... A shitty gold chain that was just like <laughs> meandering around the airport and i was like hey simon rex he's like yeah what's up and just kept walking I was someone like, remembers the only me person. yeah i'm the only guy who's going to recognize you yeah. probably this month and you're not going to come over here and try and suck my dick that's fucked up <laughs> Ten this one's on the house <laughs> oh christ uh, so yeah uh if you haven't uh also uh, i have an honorable mention recommendation uh okay. the only episode i really liked out of the twilight zone update um episode nine the blue scorpion uh starring my boy from the it crowd uh chris o'dowd fantastic episode great episode loved it it's the only one that i actually like recommend to people a bit of a rundown on that one uh it's the one where um chris o'dowd's dad dies from a suicide by shooting himself in the head with this gun that has a blue scorpion on the handle. And uh, Chris O'Dowd sees that there's a bullet with his name on it. And yeah. okay. uh, so the, the gun, apparently uh, you don't find the gun. The gun finds you for a reason. And uh, oh. so he's trying to figure out all of that. Cause his dad's like a, like a super hippie. Like never liked guns, never uh, uh, never owned a gun, never even fired a gun, and so he's trying to figure out why his dad killed himself by gun, and why there's a bullet with his name on it left behind. So it's a great song, by the way. It, <laughs> bullet with a name on it. Uh, what non-point? So yeah, it's a it's like the only episode that I really like it does get a little uh at parts it gets a little heavy-handed with the uh the gun stuff but uh it's not bad like it's it's actually like very light compared to some of the other uh heavy-fisted social topics that the twilight zone tries to force in um which is one of my big problems with the reboot series but we're not here to talk about that i just wanted to recommend that one episode because it's great watch until you said they Talk shit about guns and now I'm out. No, no, it's like and, and that's like that's like one scene that's like he's just like it, it's like a couple pieces of dialogue where he's talking about like how his dad was really anti gun and he's anti gun. Um but like it's not like really political, it's not that heavy fisted, it's just like in passing. So it's not that bad. I promise. And Chris O'Dowd's in it and he's just like he's awesome. I'm I was kinda hoping that that would be like his big thing. Like he was gonna like really blow up and uh, become something in America, but you know he was in episode nine of a show that tanked after episode two, so no one really gave it a shot after that. So maybe next time. I don't know, but hey, hey, Obi John, yo, hey, tell us about uh, uh one of our live shows coming up. 
remember listening home and thought, wow, man, I wish I could see these guys in person and see the wacky, crazy uh, Las Vegas style shenanigans they get up to. <laughs> Boy, have we got a treat for you yeah. this October uh, 11th, 12th, and 13th in down, beautiful, historic downtown Louisville, Kentucky. Yes. Join us at the Imaginarium Convention. Uh, you can see us in a variety of different capacities. <laughs> hey Sobrieties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get there early if you want to see us sober. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Captain Chris will be telling you how to do your own podcast. So yep. we'll be, I'll be in the front row taking notes. Me too. Uh, Take notes for me. Panels, um, panels on stuff from uh, lots of cosplay stuff. Stuff like uh, topics such as uh, the importance or lack of importance for screen accuracy. Ah, fuck um, you, Grit. <laughs> so you can come watch Julian Heckle Grit for 45 minutes. I'll bring the tomatoes. <laughs> yes, please bring your own vegetables to that one. Um, I'm doing one on how to do cosplay for a cause. Uh, but most importantly for this show, Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Uh, location TBD. I mean, it's at a convention, obviously, but which ballroom? Uh, TPD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can see us uh, at the what are we calling it now? Uh, uh, the the talking to me Las Vegas style after hours adults only show. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, we will be discussing a myriad of topics from stories of how we met uh, to funny mm-hmm. anecdotes about us being friends to yep. stuff involving visual aids. The worst kind uh, of aids. <laughs> big games uh, <laughs> as Koran throwing down the gauntlet for uh, um, horror movie or porno yeah horror movie or porno yeah. uh, it, it, all kinds of cool content but you can only catch it if you're live with us in person at the Imaginarium convention Yep, October 11th, 12th and 13th that's right where can you get tickets for that enter theimaginarium.com you can get tickets you can check out who else will be there uh all kinds of great stuff will be there uh, that, that's your that's your gateway to all of the awesomeness that is the imaginarium yeah it's going to be a fantastic time and it's going to be just a uh phenomenal time where you're going to get to learn how to do all kinds of creative stuff uh, writing, uh, music, uh, other creative things that I'm not creative enough to think about. <laughs> Filmmaking, uh, art, cosplay, prop building, all that. It's all that it is a, yeah, a gathering of creatives. It's going to be a fun time. Even if you can't make our show, we'll be there at the table all weekend. Yep. Uh, True. And, and I think I haven't pitched this to you guys yet. So uh, here's some more uh, us planning the show on the show. I hate it. Uh, I, <laughs> awesome <laughs> i believe i might be able to finally get a giant wheel for us to do oh, topic at the table yes yes i, I love this giant idea. wheel of cheese i was like fuck yeah i'm in <laughs> yes i've seen those commercials i want a giant wheel of cheese <laughs> i can get those too <clears throat> oh. i get you wheels of cheese i can get you chubs of meat i can get you half chubs quarter chubs i got what you want well, i got the meats i'm already at half chub so or is not happy if, if my mic is picking that up, by the way. Uh, uh, Koran, by the way, to answer your uh, your Discord uh, chat, no. That's a massive storm's roll. Is he, right is he gone? Now. Okay, there no, you go. Neither. Now I got you. Okay. 
Okay, I don't know what the fuck happened. My mic cut out again for some reason. Magic. I don't know. Dark magic. Uh, oh, basically, kind of basically, what you're telling me about this uh, this convention is that we are truly going to live up to our name there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's how it works: is uh, one person at least is going to start the show without pants. <laughs> By the end of it. By the end of it, probably yeah. only one person will be wearing pants, and that's about how one it's going to go. Will be wearing I'm sorry, what, one, one person in the audience? Yeah, that's I about it. Any yeah. of us having pants on. Uh, it's also, uh, there will be um, ponchos for the first two rows, as we're calling it the splash zone, uh, yes. for our live show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can laugh, cry about that, because that's about what it is. It's 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 funny and tragic at the same time. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be an incredible time. Uh, I cannot wait uh, to tell some of the stories that um, that we will have. Oh my gosh, man, it's going to be a hell of a good time. We're going to have some prizes to give away. We're going to have some um, audience interaction, some participation. Uh, if you missed our show at Conapalooza last year, don't fret. because we're, This is going to be even better. We're back we're and better be- than ever. Nutters at the table. Oh yeah, uh, without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> and glass bottom boat rides. Yeah, we, uh, we're gonna have Klondike Bill giving out glass bottom boat rides. <laughs> and uh, Julian. It's gonna be awesome. Like it's going to be a hell of a good time. And uh, yeah, the show up early. Yeah, John, you're right. Show up early to see us sober, and that's gonna be <laughs> like it's only gonna get worse as it goes. So, what is our is our live show Saturday night or Friday night? Saturday night at 8. At 8.05 on the Superstation. Saturday night. If you got... We'll be checking ID, so I don't... I don't yeah, from... yeah, it is definitely... Your, your, your best we're... bet is to just get a three-day pass because yeah. uh, Save I'm money. terrible with your organization right now. Yeah, just get a three-day pass, and then that way, whatever night it is, you're covered. Don't be cheap. Like, get a three-day pass. Save money. Cough up a buck, you bastard. Yeah, cough up a buck, you cheap bastard. Hold on, I'll find the sound. <laughs> I'm, I, we're, 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 we're professional here. Hold on, hold on. I'd buy that for a dollar. Come on, you. Cough up a buck, you cheap bastard. Just get an extra dollar. Uh, like, it's okay. Like, don't don't be a jerk. Uh, the South Central while drinking your deuce in the hood. Yeah, because uh, all, damn. Because all you got to do is, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you go online to entertheimaginarium.com, and then you buy your uh, weekend pass, and then they give you a little receipt that says this. Keep the change, you filthy animal. And that's it. And then you have your three-day pass. And it works. My friend, don't be a jerk. <laughs> buy, buy a three-day pass to enter at entertheimaginarium.com. Now that we got that housekeeping out of the way, are you guys ready for our new listener? Uh, I think I am. My expectations are too high from the last listener. I know this. This is well. Here's here's how this. Here's what this is. If you've been listening for the past couple months, we have a listener. Martha Gildner, who has been quoting the classics. Uh, she is from uh, across the pond in the UK somewhere, England somewhere. I don't know. Email address. Just, yeah, it, uh, the email address just says, uh, I'm not going to give away the email address, but it's Martha at something.com. So uh, <laughs> it's, um, 
it's 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 not like a dot co dot uk whatever i don't know what country it is but uh, uh as we've been playing them um you know we've been saying gosh this is becoming one of our favorite segments on the show and we love you know if 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 you're a listener and you have something good to contribute then you know send it along and we might play it well apparently our call has been heard and we received iheartstamos at gmail.com we received basically what is a file dump for lack of a better term of 30 years worth of old school hilarious true live radio prank calls from one of our from from a listener from a listener bob and i've been combing through these and i've been picking the you know the best quality and the funniest um holy shit these are really funny i uh, i screened one to uh to koran earlier today as like a hey do you think this would be an appropriate um, Martha replacement? And I got the thumbs up. Yeah, but when does Koran say yeah. no to anything? That's true. That's a very fair point. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. He he says no when someone says cut cut your hair. And that's about it. Yeah, I I, sh I shaved the undercut. <laughs> oh okay. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I shaved the undercarriage, and I was gonna be like T M I. So yeah, I will not continue the statement uh, then. No. So uh, so to give you an idea of what uh, I have, uh, basically uh, seventy five minutes or seventy five or eighty of these um, these calls. To give you an idea of we and the thing to keep in mind about these when I play this first one. That this is a real legitimate, like, this went over the air. This is a real legitimate, like, this is a recording of a call. This isn't, like, the phone, like, recording the phone. Like, this is the recording of a radio. So this actually went out over the radio live. Keep that in mind. Uh, so this is uh, the first one. And uh, if you guys like it, we can continue because I have a ton of them. Um, and we can trade them out with Martha when Martha sends us more. Uh, you know, we can we'll we'll figure out what we want to do. But here's here's the first one. Uh, tell me uh, if you think this makes the talk nerdy to me cut. Bruce, we may have a telephone caller who's looking to join the uh, the conversation uh, as we wrap up this hour of the show today. You're on the air. Your name and where you're calling from. Hello, Sermon in studio with us. Oh, wait, let me turn to my radio. Yeah, that, that might be, uh, in fact, I can hear the delay now. Yeah, I actually turned it off. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I, I have a question. I, I work for a, a horrible company that I'm going to be leaving soon, and I've only been there for about two years, and I had a start in the 401k thing, like, immediately. What, what do I do with it? I would just roll that over into an IRA such a small amount of money i mean what if i just said close this puppy out and i wouldn't do it what are, what are the penalties what happens well if you're under 59 and a half then you've got the 10 percent early withdrawal penalty 20 percent uh -huh. in terms of a federal tax you don't need to be giving any more to the local governments 
Yeah, well, what would you think about uh, Mike Balls? Fuck, 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 fuck. What the heck is going on? Well, I think the key is to go ahead. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, he just dropped a whole lot of F-bombs on the radio, and it made me laugh. <laughs> I you, like it. There's a bunch of them where, like, he burps really loud, and it makes me laugh. And um, But, yeah, apparently he's been doing this for a really, really long time and wanted to share his, uh, his passion with us. Uh, so... Um, so wait, that was Bob. Yeah, that was Bob. Nice. Um, yeah, Bob has, um, he likes to, uh, to share his, uh, he, he also likes to add, like, there's a lot of them where like he asks people if they farted or if they smell their own farts, which is really funny. Um, yeah, like he's got some that are that like, and usually that's the way it works. Like he'll do, uh, like a, a setup. And, like, you kind of get, like, where's the funny part? And then, like, he'll just, like, he'll burp really loud or he'll start swearing. Like, it's just he'll key catches people off guard. And it's It ends up being, uh, I think it's really funny. Um, so there you have it. Bob, um, as our latest listener submission. So uh, if you are a listener and uh, you think that you're creative uh output is worthy of the show send it to us at iheartstamos at gmail.com and we just might play it or if you're martha who has gone missing for a couple weeks send us more uh, quotes the classics we miss you iheartstamos you, martha iheartstamos at gmail.com so much miss her so much <laughs> Also, also send us your jail mail. Yeah, uh, we have more jail mail. We have, a, I have, a, I have one selection from jail mail that I am saving for the the live show. Um, the only one we have? No, no, no. I saved one specifically that that we've been uh, sitting on for uh, several months. That uh, was is is too inappropriate to uh, to play over the uh, on the podcast itself. It has to be at one of the live shows. So uh, if you think that some of the jail mail that we've gotten is 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 out there or it's, uh, you know, crazy or what have you, gosh, just wait till this one at the live show. God it damn, is if it's too inappropriate for the it is. Podcast. Yeah, like it is. It is inappropriate for the podcast. Like I feel uncomfortable saying it over the podcast. So uh, I'm, I'm saving it like. Specifically, I held it and I said, this is going to be at the live show. Like, this is a live show exclusive. Like, I, this has to be a, like, 18 and older. Like, you, yeah. So uh, that's also going to be a feature at the live show that we didn't talk about. Uh, jail mail. The the uh, extreme jail mail. Uncensored. Jail mail. Yeah. The jail mail. <laughs> Sorry. You remember when they first did unrated movies? And it was like the version the censors don't want you to <laughs> yeah. see. Yeah, that's what it it's is. It's the Todd Nerd and Timmy the censors don't want you to hear. Yep. Yeah. We don't want to get because here's the thing. I don't want um uh the ghost of Steve Jobs to take us off of iTunes. Uh I don't want I don't want the ghost of Steve Jobs to be like, that's offensive. Can't take can't have that and just pull us off of iTunes. So um yeah, so we're not going to uh we're not gonna play it on the show. But at the live show, at the Talk Nerdy to Me Las Vegas style live show and 
crematorium or whatever the hell it is, um, <laughs> we're going to be playing. We'll be, I will be uh, reading out the jail mail that is like that Jerry Springer too hot for TV. That's I was just gonna make that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say "Girls Gone Wild." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, where's the steel drum? Hold on, let me see if I can yeah, find so the girl. Yeah, so you see the steel drums in the background. Yeah, like I'll find the, I'll find the. Bring popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah, like the. Hold on, let me see if I can find the. Wow, uh, theme. Let me see. Getting too hot for TV. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Way too hot for a TV. We'll read the jail mail that you can't hear on the podcast. Uncensored. Gotta be 18 to get in. Condoms optional. uh, Cut this off so we can write this and cut an actual promo. I know, right? Yeah, we will. That's gonna happen. Yeah, because now we're gonna have a real promo that's... uh, Absolutely. uh... (laughs) Bring your ponchos. Uh, this is one of them just anal bleeding. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know why. <laughs> More planning the show on the show. Yeah, yeah that's how it works. So. We'll find a, a medication uh, may cause blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Just tap it on the end. Yeah. Show may cause. Rectal bleeding. <laughs> male, part, male pattern baldness. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction. Yep. Erectile function. <laughs> Erectile super function. <laughs> Depends on what country you going. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. If you really like hearing Koran get passed around like a baseball card, then it will get you going. <laughs> fewer than five no. cats were killed in the no. making of this show. <laughs> I said fewer than. As long as it's fewer than. <laughs> then we're okay. Oh, gosh. All right. Let's, um, uh, let, you, you want to stop having fun and start getting angry? <laughs> Let's stop oh. being nice and start being real. Oh, God. I don't think we're going to be angry. I think more of us are on uh, the same page on this, but I could be totally wrong. So, yeah. uh, um, here we go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great background music yeah. for this topic. Yeah, I know, right? going. I'm going to stop that. All right. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Uh, so our big topic tonight, our, our <sighs> I would call it main topic, but I don't know. I think our main topic tonight was discovering steel drum music from yeah I think, gone wild. yeah oh my <clears throat> gosh it's that okay here are my two greatest discoveries this week are that the steel drum theme song to girls gone wild and the episode of the andy griffith show where andy griffith tries to rape that kid okay that's the uh that's we're the, gonna put a pin in that no like yeah no we we need to te- we need to figure out the episode where i can go into my full-on mayberry conspiracy because i found the episode like i've been looking for like a year to find this episode where uh, Sheriff Andy Taylor uh, basically admits that he's going to go molest this kid. And I finally found it on Netflix, and I need to share this with somebody. So okay. I have a yeah. whole theory about Mayberry just in Write general. Write that down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll come back to it. Tony Rose and I have a theory about Mayberry. So I'll have him on the show, and he'll, he'll help me. He'll corroborate it. Sorry, who, who did you say? Dear friend of the show, Tony Rose. Aaron, that's better. Uh, yeah, he and I, uh, we have this. Is he related to Tony Rose Show? He is uh, at Tony okay. Rose Show on Twitter. You know because he's the one with the blue check mark. Um, he uh, he and I have this ongoing theory about Mayberry, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have an episode about uh, Mayberry and the darker side of Mayberry. Oh, today. Yeah. 
Yeah, hold on, hold on. Uh, he tried to steer the ship. Yeah, so today, the topic of today. It's just been quiet because he's going to have a lot to say in the next 10 minutes. Yep. He's resting, he's dipping himself, he's drinking warm tea and honey to rest his vocal cords. All right, I'm done for real. I'm done for real, go ahead. Today's main topic. Yeah. I'm just sitting here watching NXT, it's fun. So let me first tell you the story of what sort of brought this to mind and then we'll get into the the bigger issue at hand so it was announced this week that we'll be getting a new 007 in the new james bond movie that will be played by and i forget the actress's name i'm sorry she was um um yeah <laughs> i have half page of notes i didn't write down her name ah and uh, anyway and we'll Captain be getting Marvel, yeah. yeah yeah um she, damn it <clears throat> We'll be getting a new 007 email. The internet did exactly what you expected to do, or at least the vocal minority of um, neckbeard man children ah. uh, who don't like change and can't deal with anything lost their collective shit. Also on known Twitter as about it. our audience. Did you just yeah, call uh, me a 99. fucking neckbeard? Ah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll get into what your problem is and maybe i'll see if that title fits or not <laughs> um, i'm listening and i'm still offended you cocksucker all right good <laughs> people listen when they're offended uh stephen king sucks what uh so 99.9 percent of the people who didn't read past the headline of this article assumed that that meant that james bond was now an african-american female that's not what's happening What's happening is, because if you remember your continuity, which I don't blame you for not because the last Bond movie kind of sucked, but Bond drove off into the sunset with whatever girl of the week was in that movie uh, and turned in his resignation. So, assumingly, at the start of this movie, there is someone else, a new agent, with the codename 007. Is still a white dude who bangs chicks. Everybody pump your brakes and call him your tits. <clears throat> However, like I said, no one read past the headline. People went nuts uh, about uh, this. This uh, gender swapping has gone too far, and and this is ruining Hollywood. And no one has any original ideas anymore. And I kind of agree with that because uh, there's this whole weird trend of take a movie that already worked, gender swap it, and just remake it. Uh, we'll get into that later. Don't worry. Uh, but oh, today's uh... big today's big topic is the trials and tribulations. Of gender swapping. Um, does it work? When does it not work? Has it ever worked? What's the ups and downs? The, what's the 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 fallout from it? Uh, we're just going to do a deep dive into gender swapping. Um, pros, cons, whatever. Uh, I don't know where everyone wants to jump in at, but I'll just kind of frame it in. It's a growing trend in Hollywood. Uh Outside of movies, it's sort of taking, uh, it's also happening, but I think a lot less uh, offensively and a lot less prevalent. Uh, but movies, it's now kind of that trend. And you know how Hollywood is. It finds a trend that's making money, and it beats it till it's dead, and then it keeps kicking it a few more times until it moves on to the next thing. Uh, so what do you guys think or your thoughts, feelings about the trend in Hollywood of gender swapping? I'm still offended. You called me a fucking neck beard. <laughs> so, <I did. laughs> so let me <clears throat> clarify that I read past the fucking headline because I'm 
probably the most well-educated redneck that I know. But uh, that's why we love you. That's why you're our honestly, well-educated redneck. Didn't care less about this. This is just like you said. It's true to form for Hollywood. Basically, it's it's a gender swap without really being a gender swap. It's more of a shock value to add a POC into a traditional white. Uh, which it's fine once that I read that she was just going to be 007 and that Bond was going to be coming back and he was still going to try and fuck her. You know, it's it's par for the course. <laughs> I, nothing could diminish my interest in this movie more than uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his fucking name? I keep Remy getting distracted. No, I mean, re- okay. actually, I really appreciate what Remy Malik said where he yeah. didn't want his character to have, you know, like a, a racial or a um, religious for his being about he just he's just a fucking psycho he didn't want it to be like religious or anything else which is cool that's fine that's the last thing i want to see is another religious fucking bad guy but uh what's daniel craig just doesn't want to do it anymore and sony keeps yeah. throwing billions and billions of dollars at him and he's like oh, damn it, I just, loads of money up yeah yeah he's like i just want to i'm tired of working out i want to get fat i want to do this shitty like uh murder on the orient express movie with fucking uh chris evans that nobody's gonna watch and it looks terrible and uh i don't have to show my belly and life is good i'll just collect a paycheck from four bond movies ago because they're gonna be paying me bobby bonilla style till i die yeah (laughs) i don't give a fuck about this movie and the fact that they're hollywood's just trying to create controversy by throwing a black chick in there i just think it's it's stupid and people that are getting aggravated about it are stupid and the fact that they even tried to do it is stupid i mean it's just it's it's trying to crisis that's not really there i don't i honestly don't think anybody that actually likes bond movies is going to give a shit i mean hell they made uh money penny a black chick and i don't think anybody ever cared because she's super fucking hot so who cares who the fuck cares I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like the studio was trying to, they want the controversy of we made Bond a girl, but we didn't really make Bond a girl. Uh, that headline was very carefully crafted. New 007 to be a black, you know, African-American female and people have lost their shit about it. But like, no, it's not really like Bond is still Bond. Uh, so, so yeah, that one might be an example of gender swap because again, they didn't gender swap Bond, but they absolutely they alluded want to it. the, yeah. They want you to think they were. They want points for being progressive in, in changing their character without changing their character. It's the same fucking thing Marvel did. They kept talking about having a gay character in Endgame there. Let's go on and on. And God, we're going to be the first people to have an openly gay character in Endgame. It ended up being one of the fucking Russo brothers in a fucking uh, therapy scene. Like It was a throwaway character. Like Who gives a fuck? You want to pat yourself on the back for six months, talk about how inclusive you are, and then you just make one some asshole some no-name dickhead who's talking about missing his boyfriend like who fucking did they, really make a big, did they really make a big deal about having an openly gay character in endgame yes yes they kept hinting they're like we're see, going, this gonna be the first movie with that they didn't say see and it's the same fucking thing they were smart about it just like how they said it's the first you know female 007 they said it was the first gay character they never said gay yeah. superhero they just said gay character which who gives a fuck I really, I don't give a fuck who you're fucking. Just be an interesting person. People who are uh, boycotting Toy Story 4 for having a potential lesbian couple in the background, they're the ones who cared about that, Julian. Well, there's also the assholes that were complaining about Toy Story not having any black lead characters, except that they were all fucking toys. There was like a purple character. Yeah. Who gives a fuck what color they are? I, I do, I do a- love the... Uh... 
the defense about like I can't believe they're making Ariel black. Ariel's white. And it's like Ariel's a fucking fish. Ariel's a mermaid. Ariel yeah. is a fucking fish. She should be white on the back and black on the bottom. It's camouflage, so she doesn't get eaten by other fish. <laughs> you stupid fucking idiot. And the uh but the thing about the 007 though, that the one thing I am interested in is if she's a double O, that means she's killed somebody. So is she gonna be a fucking she, badass or is she just gonna be like money penny, like she tries to be uh, an agent and then washes out? So see here's here's what worries me about that. This is the third time the Bond franchise has tried to pitch a badass African American agent. Uh it didn't work with Holly Berry because her spinoff never happened. Uh Money Bunny ended up shooting Bond off a train and retiring and becoming a secretary. So maybe not the best. Maybe third time's the charm. Maybe we'll finally get it right this time. Um, and that's just in recent history, <laughs> like the last, whatever, 15 years of Bond. So uh, I hope I hope they do a better job with this one. They're their own worst enemy because they keep like trying to placate this crowd by having a token black character and they keep ruining them. Like just make a strong character. You don't have to replace one and that's my biggest thing about gender swapping yes. and uh changing sexuality of characters and everything else it all boils down to why are you trying to recreate the will if you've got a, an established character that who cares who they fuck if it's batman and you know he's straight it's fine leave it alone create a new and interesting character for people to get interested in don't just rehash for villains and all this other shit because the new thing now is fucking black mask in the fucking birds of prey movie is going to be gay and you know who he's in love with fucking victor zaz how the fuck does that make sense? Never heard of. Why would what? one of the best comic book villains that we've had in the past 20 years, like a criminal mastermind, fall in love with a psychopath like Victor's ass? Safe to have sex with a dude that's got scars all over his body like Killmonger for all the people he's killed? It makes no fucking sense. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Hey, Victor, yeah, I want you to kill this guy. I'll give you a blowjob when you come back, it. though. It's there's fucking one, stupid. There, there's one thing I specifically wanted to touch on. Uh, Flanagan, I, I think you might be the only other person that's watched this. Did you see the Kevin Fever remake? Yes, I did. You talk about like they did nothing with the story. Like they did, they, they gender swapped a bunch of characters, but they did nothing with it. Yeah, it was really, so, really pointless. Yeah, it literally, like, you know, I'm not. I go back and forth. Like, I'm not necessarily against the idea as long as it, like, plays into the actual story. But to just do it and then still shoot the exact same fucking thing, I don't care. Like, why? I, I can watch the one directed by Eli Roth that's a fuck ton better. Yeah, it was much better. And it had the guy from Boy Meets World in it, so it was much better. Ryder Strong. Yeah, Ryder Strong, which is also the greatest porn name for a... Uh, like a, a real name that that should be a porn name. Yes, that's a topic that we need. Get down. <laughs> like normal people with great porn names that don't realize it. Ryder Strong. There you go, Sean from Boy Meets World. Mm. But I mean, some gender swaps are just kind of stupid. Like one that was mildly interesting when I heard about it, but I never watched the show because I always thought it was stupid. But um. I guess they made Irene Adler Moriarty in the elementary, like the TV show about Sherlock Holmes. Like they were the same character. I think could be an interesting twist, but I heard the execution was just terrible. So that well, I, I think get. you're bringing up 
Vigilance. Just say if you're trying to make new stuff like that, new characters, make stuff new and interesting, that's fine. But don't do it just to fucking make a dime off of the idiots that still like Colin Kaepernick and Nike. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, the big, the big trend seems to be take a premise that already worked for gender. Uh, I'm talking yes. about what men want, Oceans 8, uh, Overboard, Life of the Party, which is basically back to school, uh, The Hustle, which is literally a remake of Dirty Ron Scandals. All these are, this. you know, this movie's already been done, but now we're doing it with women. Yeah, uh, wasn't that bullshit movie Chip Like Family or some shit with the bitch from Orange is New Black because it's Uncle Buck with a cool aunt now? Did it. Uh, fuck off. Well, it's, there's juggalo parts in it, so that's the only reason he knows. <laughs> uh, and and again, like Ocean's Eight wasn't bad, uh, but the problem was the whole time it was it was rather than letting it be its own thing, rather than just making it a female heist movie, they made it an Ocean's movie because they want that name. Uh, and the whole time you're just waiting for someone from the Ocean's franchise to pop up somewhere. They don't. Uh, but the whole time in the back of your head, you're waiting for that. You know, they literally spoiled it. They tell you Danny Ocean's dead at the beginning of the movie, but then they keep talking about Danny. The rest is like, if he's dead, why are we still? It's like, if you want, I don't mind necessarily taking a premise that did well and flipping it around with the gender and playing. If you have more than just that as the gimmick for making the movie, if you have more to stand on than just, hey, we did this before, but now it's ladies. Like, okay, what does that change about the story? What does that impact the story? Like, you know, and make it your own. Um, Bridesmaids was hilarious. That's a good example of essentially, and I don't like, it's not you know shot for shot, beat for beat, but it's kind of the hangover, but it's a group of girls going out and, and doing the same kind of shenanigans. Like that was a funny movie. I enjoyed that because it kind of played that up a little bit. Um, but if that's all you've got is we're going to take something that already worked and now we're going to do it, you know, I'm trying to think of like a really stupid example that someone's probably making right now, but, you know, take the thing that already worked, do it with ladies. Okay. What else do you have? Like, do you have more to stand on than just that? Because you're going to need more than that. Because otherwise, you end up being Ghostbusters 2016, which didn't know if it wanted to make being uh, we're females and make itself all political and whatnot, or if it wanted to just like, hey, we we're, we're women, but it doesn't matter. It's still a Ghostbusters movie. Like they kept going back and forth on what card it wanted to play. Um, like at least if you're going to play up the we're female, like fucking play that card uh, and, and play it out to its fullest. Don't just sort of like half-ass it. Because uh, that seems to be like these, these movies are all making decent money, so the trend's going to continue. Um, but I hope you've gotten more to stand on than just oh, it's blah blah. But now it's with women. Yeah, because and you notice how it's weird. It's like we're making all these strong or not really strong, but just traditional male characters into female. Like I guarantee, if we wanted to make a Charlie's Angel remake with three dudes, they'd fucking lose their goddamn mind. There'd be riots in the fucking street. Yeah, like I told Grit when he tried to do a gender-swapped Mrs. Voorhees, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work the opposite direction. I can't be White Blade. It won't work. I can't ah. do that. Well, because then Grit would try and mansplain why his uh, son died. <laughs> yeah. And then it would be awful because uh, he would be mansplaining, and that's against the rules. <laughs> uh yeah it doesn't it doesn't Can't quite do it. work that way and that's that's fine that's how it should be we, we've had plenty of straight white male protagonists since you know the history of cinema it's fine um but my bigger thing is what i was trying to get to and i'll ramble i'm sorry 
don't just take an established character or franchise flip and say it's a female now and then like do nothing else like make it its own thing you know if you and i'll use marvel comics as example like again they kind of did that skirt the line court controversy thing when it's like iron man is now an african-american teenager and and thor is now a girl it's like okay none of those were really true um Riri Williams was the new character who became Iron Heart. She never became Iron Man. Uh, Thor lost the hammer. Somebody picked it up. Jane Foster became like empowered by Thor, you know, with, with, or with Thor's power. She didn't become like Thor's now a female. Like Loki literally became a female for a while. Like literally the character of Loki is now a girl. Like that happened. That was a thing. Uh, again, it wasn't quite that. Like Thor was still Sorry, there. Tony it. was still there. Sorry. <laughs> Load times. Well, the Loki thing makes tweeted sense at him trying to get him on the show. Eventually, when you find out why he became a female, it made sense. But at first, it was just kind of shocking. Like I'm a woman now. And you're like, uh, okay. Well, the Loki thing makes sense because it—I mean—he did become a woman a few times in the mythology, so like it's that's not a new concept for Loki to be a chick. So, uh, but in, what I was trying to get to is it, rather than doing that, rather than taking like rather than saying, "Hey, Captain America is a woman now," like okay, you could do that, but like, or sorry, that's a bad example because Captain America is a title, not a person. Uh, rather than taking a character that's already established and then just making it a female. Take the female characters you already have in your roster. I know this is kind of conflict specific, but and make them more important characters. It took a movie to do it, but Captain Marvel in the comics, the, the Carol Danvers version, is now taking more of a lead role in the Marvel universe. Uh, but there's so many amazing characters, like female characters, they could have done that with years ago, but they didn't. They wanted it, they wanted that that headline of Iron Man's a girl now. Like, no, no, he's not, but you want that headline. Like that's and, and then another, the, the final example I use for this is, and it's kind of weird, so hear me out. Parks and Recreation. Great show. Season one, not very good. Season one of Parks and Rec is literally a clone of The Office. And the character of Leslie Nope, yeah, the character of Leslie Nope is a gender swap Michael Scott. That's partly why mm-hmm. season one doesn't work. And it's not because Amy Poehler isn't funny. It's just that's not the kind of comedy she does. Season two and on, like especially starting with season three, when they let her take the character, her and the writers take the character and make her her own person, not just a female Michael Scott, that's when the show gets big. That's when everything starts to click. That's when it becomes like the big ratings boom it was. Was when you let Leslie Nope become her own character, not just, hey, do what Michael Scott does, but do it as a girl. Like that's the point I'm trying to get across. Is don't just mimic. No, don't just take a character that worked one way and make it a female and think it's going to work exactly as is. Like, make a new character and make them interesting and intriguing. Just like the whole gender swap plot thing. Don't just have the the gimmick of they're girls now. Like, give us a good story and good characters. We won't care about the gender swap, and we shouldn't care about the gender swap. That shouldn't be the only thing you have to do. Is they're girls now? Like. Give us good characters. Give us a good story. Give us a reason to care about this. And strong, interesting characters. I don't think that's too much to ask. I was Googling around for other terrible gender swaps and then like 
I forgot it even existed, but American Psycho 2. Oh, God, yeah. The amazing Christian Bale and throw in Mila Kunis. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. That's, that's a bad movie on multiple levels. But yeah, it, it's, uh, again, do more than just that gimmick of it's a girl now. I mean, cause, because what that does is it, it, and I know I'm saying this as a straight white male, um, so please forgive my potential mansplaining, but that cheapens female characters. Rather than creating a interesting, uh, um, intriguing character who was female, you're just ripping off a male character and and making it female. Like you're 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 not progressing. You're just literally stealing from from. You're not you're not progressing the genre. You're not progressing those roles any. You're just what you did before. Well, uh, that's not moving forward any. Here's here's You're the big, and I'm not I'm not going to get super political on this because we're not a political show. But you know, there's a there's a movement um, going on that is, uh, you know, gender equality across the board, and it's not like. Uh, women should be paid as much as men, which, you know, I believe you should be paid based on your skill level, regardless of gender or, you know, whatever. It's, you know, anything that men can do, uh, women should be able to do and be represented that they can do, uh, regardless of logic or sense because instead of embracing the specific things that make each gender special and unique and drawing to those strengths, it should, it, it's becoming, well, dudes can do it, so girls can do it too. And, you know, throwing out the fact that men and women approach problems differently and process information differently and you know are you know have different attributes when it comes to you know all of the like it's just we're trying to seemingly as a society just kind of make everything equal across the board on everything and that's dumb because that's not how it works. Like it would be similar to like, okay, cool. Like, Hey, um, LeBron James, instead of, you know, going and being a great basketball player and like doing, you know, what your skill set is like, go sew something. Because women can do it, so, you know, show women that, that men can do it, too. So, LeBron James, go, go so. And it's like, well, no, why can't you just let him be a really kick-ass basketball player? Like, why do you have to prove that you can do something that women can do? Like, I don't 
under I don't I I just I like I I find the whole thing like just really dumb and like instead of embracing what you know makes us all the same but also different and shining you know a spotlight on our unique talents and unique attributes we're trying to just make everybody the same whether it makes sense or not yep and like that's the shit that really annoys me like that's the stuff that really uh, like annoys the hell out of me because it's like like you're saying john like it makes no sense like there's nothing there's nothing to it besides oh well it's a woman and just to inspire other women to 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 do that like okay like that's fine but oh okay i mean it's it's really shallow and really empty and really annoying but okay i mean if that's what you want to do yeah i mean like one of the greatest uh, it wasn't really a gender swap at the time but one of the greatest examples of creating a new badass lead character i thought was fucking gi jane like they kept saying women couldn't do it they had to uphold to the same standards as all the men and everything else but it and the movie was badass. Demi Moore's hot with a shaved head. I mean, it's just. And part of that was like at the time it was so different. Yeah. And like it was like the only one, which was like a big deal. And now it's like. um, Now it's like a requirement. And yeah, so I don't know. I just I, it's just it's like that's the thing like that. It, I, I think it's bigger than hollywood and it's bigger than you know television and, and everything like it's a societal thing i it's it's art imitating life and, and we live in an age where and it, you know it, we're the me too movement now and that it's you know it, it's the that's the way political things are shifting and therefore our entertainment and our art reflect the society we're in and that's fine that's like i'm all for more female roles all for more people of color like i again i don't care if you're a guy or a girl or what color you are or what religion you are i don't care about that just, are you an interesting character in a good story that's all i care about so do that yeah, uh, yeah. don't just make it a gimmicky thing of we're gonna take this character you already know and for no reason other than you know we want to we're gonna change their sex their gender their whatever uh, so we can get headlines about look at us uh, like that's stop that knock it off like damn you pound me too give us <laughs> well I mean the other thing what was it uh, wasn't Sulu in one of the new Star Trek movies that showed that he was gay like who I mean yeah. I, it, was, it was completely fine like it didn't amount to anything it was kind of a throwaway scene but don't it's the same kind of thing Marvel did like oh god we're so progressive we made a gay character but yeah. then he never even says a word he literally hugs his husband and that's it like really what you mean that's not all that gay people do that's all they do they, <laughs> they don't hug just, and they yeah they stand in the background and blissfully into each other's yeah, eyes they stand in the background and hug their significant others and that's it i'm just kidding i don't know let's that's... ask Colron. what do you what do gay people do <laughs> har 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 god i'm not going to miss you <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm just trying to get you involved man you're just sitting back here watching NXT like i am so oh <laughs> Well, I'm so sorry that this show is so boring for you guys. Oh, not at all. No, never. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just yeah, like that. That's just the the aggravating thing to me is like, and that was part of. But the, then the the problem is, you know, uh, 
go back like now. Go back today. We are we're now three years removed. And this will be the only time you ever hear me say this. So uh, set your <laughs> set your uh, DVRs, your recorders, whatever you want to do. Archive this episode for the rest of your life. But it has it has been just over three years now. Go back and watch the 2016 Ghostbusters movie. Nah. And just like you realize, like it's not a terrible garbage dumpster fire of a movie. But it is really far from a good movie, and the problem is, is because it just feels so unnecessary. Like it, it, like the movie itself is not worth the news and attention that it got, because Rage. it's it's such an unremarkable, bland, like just really, really plain movie. It's 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 very, very just meh. And, That's exactly what we're talking about. Is yeah. you've got to have more than just that gimmick of their girls now for for this to like for this to, to to take root and really mean anything. Like if you're gonna do that, fine, but then us compelling characters and an interesting story give us something we you know really progress this forward. Don't just spin your wheels with and they're girls now. We'll see, and now the problem is uh uh, dear friend of the show, Jason Reitman, is, uh, you know, shooting has started, production has started on the Ghostbusters 2020 movie. And there was a cast, like a, like a first day picture that he posted on Instagram. And if you go through the comments, like people are respond, like anybody who, like a lot of people who were saying positive things about it. Uh, were being called sexist and uh, misogynist and stuff because that's the thing now is you can't dislike something without having an agenda. Like, you can't just like it because it's not good. Like, you can't, you can't objectively say, well, the 2016 Ghostbusters movie was just not a good movie. You're saying that because... You know, you're so you're such a fragile male that you're so threatened by the fact that they were all female that it was a brilliant movie that you just you 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 hated so much the threat to your masculinity that you had to squash it. You can't dislike uh, the new Captain girl. Marvel. Yeah, like, well, you you can't dislike the new girl uh, from being Ariel because you're racist. It's not because you know you saw her in another movie and you didn't like her acting or you know whatever. It's well, you're a racist. Like, th there's always an agenda. Like, you can't have an opinion on something because everything is so, like, politically charged. Because now every now every movie casting like that has an agenda. So you can't hate Ocean's Eight because um, it's not as good as Ocean's Eleven because you hate women. Uh, or yeah, just, and I get a, called a I get called a racist because I didn't like Black Panther because it was a lazy story. Right. Like it was, it was very like paint by numbers. Like it was a Marvel origin movie, which is fine. Like nothing wrong with it, but it, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm of the camp. Like it was not a remarkable, like unbelievably mold breaking movie that should have won best picture. No, I mean, it was a superhero origin movie that followed the same pattern as Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Captain America, 
everything that came before it. Thor, the Lion King, like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> everything that came before, like all of them. Like it, it's a, it was a very safe paint by numbers. But yeah, you can't say that because you know political agenda. Because movies now are not just movies; they're political statements or they're statements about something. So yep. that's like you said you're not allowed. You're not allowed to have an opinion. No, because no matter what, you're wrong. Yeah, you so. can't. You can't have. You're it. not allowed to have a contary opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to agree with the mob, or or uh, you're you're you'll be ostracized for uh, having an an adverse opinion or your own opinion, and yep. you know that's that's part of my big problem is is you know like you can't be excited for something that has a white dude in it. Because then you're just keeping down everybody else, or you can't you can't not be looking forward to um, like Doctor like I don't I don't like the new Doctor Who series because it, I don't really like the writing or I don't no it's because it's a woman and you're a misogynist well, think, pig. You couldn't hate on the extreme rules main event because if you did you were sexist. 